At Headspace Craigieburn, we acknowledge that Australia is stolen land and we pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging of all First Nations communities. And we extend that respect to any First Nations people who might be listening here today. of the Headstrong podcast. Today, this episode, we'll be discussing about how to start conversations if you are feeling depressed or anxious or just signs of mental health issues. We'll talk about the science of that and use our lived experience on how we did have those conversations and people you could potentially talk to. Before we start the episode, we'll do a little icebreaker. Question is, what was our favourite subject at school? So, Uh, I'll go first. I'm Alicia and my favourite subject at school was probably science. I liked bio and psych, but I hated chemistry and physics though. Courtney, did you want to go next? Hi, my name is Courtney. Yes, it's been a while since you probably heard me on the podcast, but I am back. Um, One of my favourite subjects at school was PE and sport like I especially loved the dancing unit and probably the volleyball unit not sure why I think it was mainly just because like I met my best friend in high school during dance so yeah <laughs> um, next up is me Midi um, so my favorite subject at school was history um, history was really interesting to me and I loved like the only um, subject that I did I loved doing essays was in history so much of the content was interesting and you would it would draw you into it and yeah so we'll get into the podcast episode now so the first thing what do you think is or what was the first step for you for needing to talk about that you were feeling depressed or having mental health problems I think um the first step to take is of course um to realize that it's okay for you to talk about your feelings. Um, I think it's really important for you to understand that you and your feelings matter um, to anyone and to everyone. So opening up can help you release that pressure and anxiety from from your inner self. And I think that's the first step that you should take so you could seek help. It opens so many doors for you, not only because it helps you think better and feel better but also because the person that you talk to can guide you it's a relief afterwards as well so that's really important yeah I think it's always good when you are having a hard like going through a hard time speaking to someone and just letting it all out is such a good relief bottling things inside is just always really hard and even yeah just speaking someone to the first time it almost sometimes with me it feels like an instant release it's like okay things might not be better now and the Mm. solution might not be solved but I feel like a bit better that it's off my chest and you're not just carrying that burden of it with you yeah of course um also like even when you have that chance even when you bring yourself close to saying something to someone and then when you don't you just have that guilt inside you you feel guilty um, for not speaking you feel guilty towards yourself you feel like you should have said it but it's too late now 
but obviously it's never too late you can open up to the right person any at any time yeah i agree and like um just like not feeling that you're alone is the most important thing especially if you know you've got that support and it doesn't have to be from a professional it can be from your friends your family or even like your partner if you are in a solid relationship and you feel you can trust them and even like just talking to your pet like i know that pet therapy is also the best thing um from experience my dog best counselor in the world it's because like they just listen to you yeah it's it's yeah it sounds funny but even just speaking to a pet or an animal even though they can't respond back you're getting it out like it's good practice and it's good for your well-being yeah and they can also sense when something's wrong like they'll just lay next to you or they'll um sit on your lap and they'll just like be there and make and like stay with you until they know you feel more i guess happier or calmer yeah um also in uh it's like a cultural thing for us as well um we say talk to the wind because when you talk to someone when you talk to the wind you don't really get a response back but it actually just moves away so you're talking and it's just you know it's brushed off so i guess the second step is noticing some early warning signs um so for me i guess my just early warning signs when i started having a hard time was I was very socially disconnected to people, even my own family. I wouldn't want to go to family events. I'd want to stay home. When I was there, I just wasn't engaging. So I think one of the early warning signs that I've had um, from experience is from a family member. And one of the signs that I've noticed a lot was that she was very socially disconnected, always in a bedroom, um, just sitting on a bed, not talking to us. I only came out for dinner, and when she was in a room, she'd be on her phone. And when we went in to like talk to her, she was just very dismissive. And then some other warning signs was like she looked like she'd been crying, and when we asked her what was wrong, she just said nothing or just snapped. There are lots of signs that we ignore, but um, they are serious. So things just like isolating yourself and not talking to people, um, only coming for that uh, like certain amount of time and not engaging in like family uh, things, it kind of um, like isolates you from being with other people and communicating and it blocks your whole like chances of you speaking out for yourself or speaking about your problems i haven't really experienced that um, with any of my family members but um yeah I've, I've had situations where i thought it was best for me to stay away from people and not talk to them and overcome that um, feeling by myself but you know um, came to realize later on i came to realize that it wasn't the the correct way um, I had to seek help, otherwise, once you start dwelling into your thoughts, I think it's when it gets the most dangerous. Any signs that you see or any changes that you see in people and yourself, I think it's just best to take immediate action and just seek help, go out there and don't really worry about how you're going to be judged. It's at the end of the day, you're looking after yourself.
I think some other early warning signs I had was just some changes in my routine. So changes in my eating habits and my sleeping habits, especially. Um, another thing as well was just with my anxiety, it just small things that shouldn't provoke anxiety were. And the things that, you know, normally make people anxious, like public speaking, I remember when I was 12 years old, I nearly passed out doing a presentation because I was so anxious. Oh, wow. And I remember saying something to my parents like, oh, I read on Google, like, it sounds like anxiety. And they were like, no, like, they didn't dismiss it, but it was more like, you're still so young though, mm. like. Yeah. I think many of the younger, like, young people, many of them get that, like, when they, um, when they think it's this, but their elders or someone that's superior, and then they kind of say that you're, you're you're too young to hit depression, you're too young to, um, you know, feel this type of way. But feeling any type of way doesn't really have an an age or a number. So we've discussed about the early warning signs, and if you do notice some early warning signs or some symptoms, or just in general that you're just not feeling well and things are getting hard and you get to a point where you recognize that and you know you need help reaching out to someone and having that first conversation of saying hey like I'm having a hard time and things aren't good and I need help can be really hard for anyone especially young people like we said it is very easily to be dismissed or say you'll grow out of it or you're not mm. old enough so I guess we'll discuss about how to have that conversation as it can be really scary it can be really intimidating so the first thing um like the best way is to find someone that you really are really feel comfortable with do not speak of your issues so lightly don't take it as a joke because once you do that no one will actually pay attention to what you're saying so um like i've lived i've lived through that experience um many times where I've just like you know um, spoken randomly saying oh I feel I feel this I feel sad I feel like you know um, this way and just felt like I was joking around but you just need to have that serious moment where you can just let it out and feel like you're being heard so picking the right person and obviously just being in that serious mode and uh, with the intentions of releasing all your stress and all your um, negative emotions. For example, um, let's say your your parents, for instance, most of us are, are really connected or close to our parents or someone that really, like, you know, a friend that we're really close to. Picking the right time is basically them not doing something else and then you're talking over them, over the, what they're doing, but actually them just paying 100% attention to you and just starting off by, like, Hey, I'm really struggling with um, what's been happening with me, and it's uh, it's like actually affecting my lifestyle. Um, I'm having this negative thoughts that I can't get over. I think it is really um, important what you said about finding the right person and finding a time and planning what you're gonna say. Mm. I think it is also just as valid. My first conversation I had when I wasn't feeling well, like I knew I had to do it. But the idea of planning and sitting down was making me so nervous that when I did have that conversation, I was just having such a hard time. I just went to my dad, who was the person I trusted, and I was in just an absolute mess. And it was so shocking to him. And that's when he knew, okay. And then he helped me get the help I needed. 
so i think it is best if to plan a time to speak mm. with someone but if that isn't the best solution for you and it is kind of an in the moment thing that's also totally okay yeah it'll be different for everyone so i know one of the um, most difficult conversations i've had was recently it was with my mum and dad and it wasn't mental health related really but it was I was so full of anxiety um I guess I should just make a little announcement on this podcast I am pregnant wow <laughs> yeah oh, um wow. so it it was a very hard conversation to have with my parents and my partner was there to support me the whole time but there was a lot of what ifs um, going through my head especially with it being my parents and having to like tell them for obvious reasons like I wasn't gonna wait until the baby was born because that's just not me <laughs> um, but it was one of the most difficult conversations and I remember when I finally told him I bursted into tears and dad came running over to me and hugged me so tight and he's like it's okay I'm going to support you no matter what and it was just the most it was the most reassuring thing I needed to hear after all the negative thoughts I was having because I was even preparing myself what I needed to do. That's first of all, congratulations. That's, <laughs> Thank you. That is something um, really, you know, uh, it's a big uh, accomplishment that no one had, and it, people dream of. Yeah. And um, but yeah, that's really beautiful, honestly, to be able to like share that with your parents and have that reassurance from your dad. Um, that really helps you and sets you up for life. This way, you're you can like be a better parent you you can be the parent that you had and or you can always be the parent that you wished for yeah um many circumstances uh, everyone's circumstances are different and um so another thing is not only us talking about our feelings but how do we start a conversation with someone who is going through a mental health or a problem and they Feel they've got no one to talk to or they just want to bottle it up I think that's another thing that will, um, would be really good to I guess talk to or talk about so the signs that we said that we see people like you know showing isolation and stuff like that I think um, the best way is to just sit them down and um, have that serious create that serious environment and ask them what's like if there's anything that's troubling you and if they decide to push it away do not do not force them to say it because then they will never say it, they will never tell you and it could lead to something that's worse like they could literally um, especially for younger generations they could like it could lead them to like you know running away or um, just trying to avoid you forever because they don't they didn't like that intimidate intimidating yeah intimidating feeling that they've received from you so just from like slow step by step baby steps take baby steps into that process and um, uh, eventually they will open up not like from the first conversations maybe not the second but 
hopefully for the third time they will start to open up and actually realize that um, they, they have someone that they really like they have someone that cares about them this is like all it's all got to do with like trust um, if you don't have any trust obviously you're not going to open up to someone and if someone doesn't trust you obviously they're not going to open up to you so if you see anyone that's having a hard time try and gain their trust first before actually like you know um, asking them serious questions I think um, another approach to, to talk um, to someone that is very close to you is just sitting down and like just having a startup conversation like just so you can get up to what's going on like say it's your younger sibling and they're going through a tough time or they've just come home and they've seen not themselves you just say to hey how was school and to see what they say and just be like can you please elaborate on that if they're not really talking about it and then just being like hey I've noticed like the past couple of days or the past couple of weeks you haven't been yourself like usually you're cheerful and um at the moment you just seem really down is everything okay and see if they talk to you and lean on you even if they just want to cry and you just hold them like mm -hmm. that's you don't have to physically talk to them you can just hold them so they know you are there and you are ready to listen to what they have to say mm. yeah it's so important what you said and i think the young person themselves going through a hard time when an opportunity and someone directly says hey you're okay very quickly they say yeah i'm fine and or sometimes they might you might get asked and you think hey this is actually a good opportunity to say it for some people they will never have the opportunity of being asked so then starting that conversation themselves can be really hard i think some of the best ways is going to that person you trust and say hey can we have a chat i'm just going through a bit of a hard time is that okay and like you were saying before even if it is just a little bit and then you know you keep talking about things mm. and going to more depth as you go along as long as you're going through a hard time or something's just stressing you out or making you not feel great that you're communicating that with somebody that is the main thing um mm. it's, it's also not important to just have that main goal of like overcoming um that problem it's also creating a bond between you and someone else because it can just redirect your thoughts and emotions and your mind and it could lead to positive um, outcomes you can just literally forget about it if you just literally talk to someone and build connections don't not like isolate yourself from the society because that's the most dangerous thing that you can do um, because when you start to dwell in your thoughts it gets worse so it doesn't really get any better so build connections have lots of friends at this teenage life is all about making friends don't worry about like losing a friend or a thousand um, there were many times where we all walked with like 50 people and now we just have like two or three people as we reach you know the ages of like 20 and above if you lose anyone that you really cared about it's just it was not meant to be for you it's for your own good and if you had any um, bad experiences with making friends um, don't interpret that and you know conclude that every 
other person in the society is the same you do not lose anything you just you're gonna you just have to like think that you you're gonna gain more because at the end of the day there's always a tomorrow and which is promised of course yeah and i guess another thing is um making sure using the correct approach like the last thing you want to do is be approached or approach someone in a not an aggressive way but just straight to the point like just going straight into the deep end and expecting them to talk going with a gentle and comforting approach is the best thing and also that was really good advice mm. i feel like <laughs> we're giving that advice as um we're not we're we're literally someone that have gone through so many tough times i guess one piece of advice i have from my lived experience is a trusted person can be anyone and one of the most trusted people i could talk to was somebody else who had gone through lived experience so we're both going through similar things and we're talking to each other and supporting each other and they were the person that i knew i could trust the most and i knew that they could understand so right now if you feel you're alone and there's nobody else going you know for a time like you are you don't know anybody else there are other people and with time you'll find those other people um it's really important to not give up on people and on yourself everyone goes through tough times but just don't give up um that's my advice never give up you know just go out there enjoy life experience new things experience new food um but don't get... do stupid things yeah of course. <laughs> yeah i think it's i think it's really important as well to hear that everything you're going through is valid of course yeah. and it is so easy to invalidate yourself or think other people have it harder or mm. what i'm going through is important or even you might want to talk to somebody but you feel like a burden you think oh, if i tell this person i'm going to make their life hard or they don't care and i'm not worthy of telling people you are so if you are going through a tough time please speak to somebody and like we said it doesn't have to be friends or family it can even be a gp so I think that's um, going to wrap up what we've been talking about today. Um, hopefully what we've been talking about has really helped you. And yeah, we are yeah. truly speaking for our lived experiences. So if you did want to speak to a professional and get more professional advice, please do speak to a GP. Um, so yeah, so I hope you have a lovely day. Headspace is an amazing free mental health service for people aged between 12 to 25 and those young people's friends and family. So we really encourage you to reach out to Headspace if you need information or support regarding your mental health. If you would like more information or would like to connect with our multidisciplinary team at Headspace, you can go to headspace.org.au, eHeadspace services online, and remember that we have over 100 centres in the country, so go online to look for your local centre. You can also hear more from Shay Jordan, who has created our amazing intro and outro music for the podcast at Shay Jordan Music on Instagram and by searching Shay Jordan in Spotify. Thanks for listening and we look forward to the next episode.